This is the uh, first time Aaron and I have recorded in, I don't know yeah, when. It's I guess. been a while. It's been a while. We we tried it's to do... It's been a while. <laughs> is that, I hope that's not on your playlist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Stain that's Stain. or something? Stain, oh, yeah. Man, Although, just put that in at the beginning of every song. Admittedly, <laughs> I, uh, I actually really I enjoyed that record. I won't lie. Um, That's it's a, the extent of my knowledge of that yeah, band. Is they, that line? They had a couple <laughs> all right songs on that record. I couldn't. I probably couldn't tell you off the top of my head um, any songs outside of that one. And then they had that other one. It's like I'm on the outside. I'm looking in. Um, oh yeah. Those those yeah. are the only two that I could probably tell you confidently off the top of my head were stained. But anyway. Um, we're not here to talk about Stained. Welcome to Growing Up Punk, the podcast about punk rock and all of its friends. My name is David, my friend, my longtime friend, Aaron. Hello. Master piss face. <laughs> Don't forget. I'm glad that I'm glad that you have this memory because I every time without fail will forget to refer to you as did you say it was Master Piss Face? Is that what it was? It was, it was something piss face yeah. for sure. Um I don't remember. Yeah, why not? <laughs> I like it. Own it, man. Own it. Um, That's what my boss calls me. Just kidding. <laughs> it's going to be the best job you've ever had. My boss refers to me as Master Pissface. Um, no, we're going to do uh, a, kind of a follow-up to potentially the last episode that you and I recorded together. I don't know that we've done one in between that was not this style. So we're we're going to do... If you if you recall, it was a while ago now, but uh, we released an episode where I had made a secret mix of songs and sent it to Aaron, and then Aaron uh, got to listen to it and kind of take some notes on songs he liked and disliked and what have you. Um, so we're doing that again, except Aaron has sent the list this time. And not only that, but I haven't listened to it yet. We're going to listen to it together. Um, so this should be fun. If you, if you haven't figured it out yet, this is just like something I discovered recently I could do where we could actually listen together and record together. So um, this we'll see. I did it with a, an episode with Eric recently, and uh, it wasn't a full mix, though. So this will be fun because this is 10 songs that you have picked uh, that you think I will either love or hate. I don't know. what <laughs> What is your motivation behind this list? Did you put any thoughts into it or what? Uh, how did you come up with this list of songs? Well, you know, we've done a few episodes where it's like we recommend, you know, underrated artists or we did the quarantine series. And so yeah. I feel like I have this ongoing mental list of bands that, you know, maybe maybe people know, maybe they don't. Um, not all of these are necessarily like underrated musicians necessarily, but sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was just kind of uh yeah, you know, when you asked me to do this, it just there was too many things going in my head, and so I was trying to find all these songs and so yeah, which maybe fits into the title of this one, um, mixed nuts, because it's like a thing of mixed nuts. You know, Hold you've up. got four. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, sorry. Say say your bit first. Yeah. So it's uh, like mixed nuts. It's got a, a salty variety of treats. Some are desirable. <laughs> some are not so much, depending on your taste in nuts. Right. But uh, they're all salty, so they'll all uh, give you some kind of flavor, whether you like it or not. There whether you go. like it or not. <laughs> I, need, I need to come up with a, a ranking system here um, because, as you kind of mentioned there, like not all mixed, like not all nuts in mixed nuts are created equal, right? 
Yeah. Um, I mean, clearly the top of the top it's like of like 90% the, peanuts because they're the cheapest ones to put in there. Right. But I mean, <laughs> they're not the worst, I don't think. Um, I'm going to say top of the list in a, in a good mixed nut is a, is a cashew. Would you agree Ooh, with that? Those are, those are good. I got a big container of those from my mom nice. last time we were there. Do you often, I'm just trying to think, do you often get pistachios in mixed nuts or are they typically on their own? Yeah, I think they're on their own. There's usually, yeah, like almonds, cashews, I think Brazilian nuts and hazelnuts, maybe, depending okay. on the... So I'm actually going to put, um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to come up with, like, cashews are, <laughs> cashews are definitely top of the, top of the tier. I'm just trying to, the rest just kind of fall in for me. Um, I mean, almonds, almonds are, if, if it's a good almond, it's good. Almond, peanut. Yeah, I don't actually love mixed nuts. It's like I can have a bit and then it's like, oh, okay, that's enough. I like yeah. nuts in like baking and stuff, but not necessarily just right. bowls of them. What about walnuts? Uh, I like that in baking. I don't usually eat yeah, those. I'm on gonna their put own. so this this is my list. This is my my ranking: uh, cashews, almonds, peanuts, hazelnuts, walnuts. I might actually hold on. I'm oh, gonna. I'm, pecans are good too. Yeah, but we're just there's too many then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna swap peanuts and almonds. Although I know I understand someone's probably listening, going peanuts aren't actually nuts. Okay, they're legumes or whatever, um, which is funny because they literally have nut in the name, but apparently they're not actually a nut so but anyway here's my not gonna get that technical no here's my here's my this is my ranking so if it's a top tier song on this list it is a cashew and then following that you have peanuts almonds hazelnuts and walnuts now i i've I've come up with this idea right now based solely off of this quick conversation but um i will probably forget to actually rank these songs (laughs) as we go um so what what was I going to, oh, I was just going to clarify that now people, obviously, if they've looked at the title, they realize that it's mixed nuts with a Z, nuts, nuts. You specified that specifically when you texted me, so. Just to make it uh, music related, just, because lots of bands like to change the. Yeah, <laughs> especially, especially in the different. 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just so people don't get confused, if they see it, they're like. Ooh, I love a good show, a good food show about mixed nuts. No, no, no. <laughs> or they'll see and be like, I'm allergic to nuts, so there's no way I'm partaking in that. Yeah, but they're like, oh, but that's nuts with a Z, so clearly it's not the food. It's going to yeah. be a bunch of 90s bands. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so so you teed it up, so why don't we, uh, I guess we can just jump into it, unless there was any, like, forewarning you wanted to give me before we listen to this. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. Listen at your own risk, I guess. Yeah, I guess that... the listeners have the fast forward button if they <laughs> if they so no, choose. No so. fast forwarding <laughs> allowed, okay? Like the whole the whole point of this is to find songs that maybe, you know, when we did this, when I sent my mix to you, there were actually I don't know if you did this, but there were specifically songs that I put on the list that I was like Aaron has stated that he doesn't like this band, but I'm going to try and trick him into saying he likes a song here or there. And I, I feel like I, I had some success one or two times, so um, you never know. You might discover something that is by a band that you've always said, I don't like those that band, and now all of a sudden you do. So, yeah, well, let's um, see. You've given them all fake titles, so are they are the titles any kind of hint? Or are they just yeah, they're it? kind of. I think for most of them, they're kind of a play on words of the actual title or oh, okay, okay. some kind of little comment. Just kind of basically whatever first popped into my head when I read All the right. title. And All so. right. Well, track one, you have titled "High Times." So uh, I've I've heard the first like second or two of this song, just as I was testing things. But uh, 
here we go. This is High Times off of Mixed Nuts. Um, that was, that was groovy. Who, I don't know. It was familiar. I don't know if I could tell you who it was though. Yeah. So we've, we chatted about this or texted back and forth when this album came out. So the band is called Higher Power Hmm. and this is off of their 2020 release, 27 Miles Underwater. One of the band members describes their sound as combining 80s metal with lush 90s alt and Allison Chains. Alice in Chains sludge doused in snotty suicidal tendencies attitude. And uh, yeah, this is this is a neat a neat band and album. I, I hadn't really well, I'd seen their name um before this album came out, but this was kind of the first album I checked out from theirs and yeah, it's got a lot of different influences on it, but I thought they pulled it together in a way that's fairly interesting. Like when I read that description, if mm-hmm. I was just to read that I'd be like, oh, I'm not sure I would super get into that, but um, yeah, there was just enough influences and sounds on this album that stood out. And, I mean, the vocals are, are catchy, and it's kind of got some cool groove. And, yeah, I'm sure you could kind of hear a bunch of different influences. You know, they've been categorized as hardcore punk, melodic hardcore, post-hardcore, crossover thrash. 
You know, shoegaze, grunge, post-grunge, funk, metal, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> so many different sounds in there. And so it's, yeah, it's, it's a really good album. Um, sorry, did you say, I think it came out, that came out in 2019, according to Apple Music, but um, maybe, I don't know. Uh, but, Wikipedia uh, says 2020X. Right. I think I have this on my long list for that year. Maybe. Oh, yeah, down at the bottom it says, well, it says 2019 and then 2020 Roadrunner Records. So I wonder if it was re-released by Roadrunner, maybe. Oh, yeah, it could have uh, been. But um, it's funny because looking at the artwork, who oh, it reminded me of. I mean, there's a like when you read that mix, like that that mix kind of reminds me a little bit of um, like Turnstile. Yeah, Turnstile influence on their thing. Yeah, Turnstile have often been compared to. Oh, I think Leeway is that the name of the band from. Is it Leeway? It might be Leeway. That were like kind of a funky, like hardcore band. Um, this makes me want to. We're just gonna detour for a second because, well, because we can. Um, <laughs> and but, that song is called Low C. I don't know if I mentioned that, but oh, I yeah, you didn't mention that, but uh, make me an offer. Let's see. I don't think it's Leeway. Is it? Maybe it's Leeway. That's a band, um, Leeway. Yeah, they're from like the early '90s. Oh, okay, uh, I'm seeing if I can find like an actual. I mean, this is just well, Matthew Ward. Uh, let's see. get somewhere already <laughs> yeah so it was these guys it definitely reminded me of those guys okay yeah it's got a bit like, of an older sound but kind of yeah that yeah mix of styles um and yeah just like that groovy sort of sort of thing but uh as far as my ranking list is concerned i say we're gonna start i'm gonna give that one gonna rank that one a peanut so that was like second from the top where it was uh they i i really enjoyed like the groove to it the i think the clean vocals for me would take a little bit of getting used to um and that's just like same with like leeway that's the one thing that kind of turned me off when they were recommended to me i was like um they they both have like kind of a similar uh i don't know how to like I guess it would be like just that early '90s vocal sound, right? Like, yeah. Um, and there are some songs with with heavier vocals and heavier songs yeah. on the album. That was just kind of one that stood out. So I enjoyed it though. But uh, okay, let's move on to your second one, which you titled "Under the Sea." Now it's it right in front of me. So I'm where I call it. It's just a 
I liked that, like that opening riff, which I don't know if they ever came back to it. Did they? Uh, I, I'm trying to think of what it was. I'm not sure if they did. I mean, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I remember the opening riff coming in and then being surprised when the like the screaming vocals, yelling vocals came in. I was like, oh, didn't expect it to go that direction. Um, I really like the chorus on that song. I think. Because uh, obviously the guy who's singing the chorus is kind of also doing like the second yelling part. Like they clearly have two vocalists and uh, one of them is not as good of a yeller as the other. <laughs> and that's the, yeah. the guy who also sings. His yells at times, I was like, ah, kind of took away a little bit because the first guy's got a pretty good like melodic hardcore cor- sort of scream yell going on there. But uh, also wasn't big on the solo. <laughs> the solo kind of took me out of it. But I'm going to I'm gonna give that one, before you tell me who it is, because I have no idea who it was, uh, I'm going to throw that one somewhere in between a, a crossbreed of an almond and a peanut. Um, could it could have been a peanut if there were a few tweaks here and there. But, uh, I mean, it was definitely, it sounds, to me it sounds like a band, and maybe I'm wrong with this, but it sounds like a band who's still fairly young in their career and sorting it out now you're going to tell me it's like some classic you know like (laughs) band that's been around for 25 years but um but i kind of get that vibe that they're they're fairly new or somewhat new and could still make some strides in developing their sound but why don't you tell me who it was by the way the song was called under the sea and clearly that wasn't from little mermaid no and they said the title of the song a few times it's called uh above the waves and oh, it I is see what off, there. off of the album Above the Waves. So this is actually a newer solid state band called Lifelong. Okay. So this album came out in 2020. So yes, it is a newer band and they're figuring out their sound, but these guys were in a band years ago called Confide. I don't know if you remember mm. them. They were kind of a screamo, metalcore-ish band. Right. From I definitely, yeah. Let's say I definitely know the name. I don't know if I've ever. I'm going to look them up and see if I recognize any of the any of the artwork. But but I, I don't yeah. know that I ever listened to them. Yeah. So they yeah they started this band Lifelong. This is their first full length, I believe. Um, yeah, they they have a uh, maybe a self released EP or something before this. I think there's actually just two guys in this band. 
Um, so, yeah, I don't know if they just kind of do it all. And the drummer is, I believe, the one doing the screams. Okay. Um, I, I'd have to double check on that. Or maybe he's doing the clean vocals or something because he's also a producer and a musician as well. And, so yeah, this is I, I picked this because this album kind of, you know, went a little bit under the radar in regards to Solid State. They're one of the smaller bands. Um, it's a lot less kind of polished sounding. I kind of wish it kind mm. of sounded a bit better, but maybe their kind of rawness does kind of fit the, the melodic hardcore style. And and so, yeah, there's there's some cool songs on this album. It's not one I've listened to a ton, but when I go back to it, it's like, okay, I feel like I need to spend more time with this because there are enough little parts that, that yeah. sound cool to me. Yeah, it... And and maybe this is just because you said their name was lifelong. I looked and yeah, I I definitely added them. And this is often the case where I add something, and if I don't get to it immediately, or if it doesn't catch me right off the first listen, I am very I'm very much unlikely to come back to it. But yeah, what I, sorry, what I was trying to say is that maybe it's because their name is lifelong that it's generating these thoughts of lifetime. The band, but I can oh, okay, hear yeah. kind of I can hear kind of some of that. Um, like at least like that influence. So I am, I'm definitely, uh, interested. I mean, first two bands here, I'm kind of like, Oh, I added both of them. I have both of them in my library. And I think I remember, um, I forget the name of the first band now, but I think I remember talking about, yeah, I think I remember talking about them a little more. I don't know if you shared lifelong with me when it came out or if it just showed up, popped up on my radar for some other reason, but, um, I'm definitely intrigued to kind of give it a bit more of a listen because there are definitely, it has typically all the elements I like in that kind of music. Um, yeah. Minus, like I said, not, not huge on the guitar solo. Mainly it was just the delay on the guitar solo just kind of touched me the wrong way. That was a weird phrase to say. Um, <laughs> touch, touch those mixed nuts in the wrong way. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so the third track that you uh, put on here is called Dig Up My Body. Close side of the 
was that? <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably the weirdest. Um, well, not weirdest, just most different selection on here. But that is a band called Pure Love, and it's off of their 2013 album Anthems. Mm. So this is. Um, I, I don't know if you would have known this previous band to recognize the vocals, but Frank Carter is the vocalist, who is the vocalist in a band called Gallows. Mm. Um, I don't know if you remember, they were uh, um, a Welsh band, I believe. Okay. And uh, so they put out, um, or yeah, an English English rock band, uh, former yeah. Gallows frontman Frank Carter, and ex The Hope Conspiracy guitarist. Um, so they, this is the the project that Frank did when he left Gallows. He left for creative differences, and I mean this album is quite different than what Gallows was. It's a lot, you know, poppier and like it's still is kind of a stripped down rock sound. But I don't know. There's some really good some really good songs on this album. That's kind of the, you know, maybe the more mainstream sounding ones. There are some other ones on the album that you know have a bit different. Um, sound to them but yeah, i don't know that that song i've just always liked it it's very anthemic and simple yeah. um yeah. it's not a super like polished sound but i don't know it, re- it reminds me a little bit of sorry what did you say the name of the song was is it bury, uh, bury my, bones? my bones yeah okay i was like judging by the title you gave it and that they said bury my bones that's what i assumed um so a couple things first like that just like straight up like rock it's just like a straight up fun. Like I was going to make a joke about like, is this kiss or something? Cause it just has that straightforward rock feel. It also yeah. reminded me a little bit of what, you know, Goaty hook went for on their, you know, final album. Yeah. But maybe, sure. but maybe this one, like this just feels like those guitars were, it was obviously mixed a lot louder than the other two songs we've listened to. That's the first thing I noticed is like those drums were just in your face on the intro and the guitars come in and, uh, it's just, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, the guitar solo, I liked it. Um, I liked the just the gnarly fuzz that he had on his guitar. Uh, really kind of jumped out. So that was awesome, uh, which is great because typically I, as you know, crap. I, I literally just crapped on a guitar solo in the song. Before. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you were gonna like that or not. No, that one. I don't know. It that one that one fit a like they were both in both songs. The guitar solos weren't long. Like they were kind of that you know, like two bar guitar solo thing where they just, they're in and out pretty quick. Um, this one, I think just really felt like it fit well with what was going on in the music and didn't like detract from it in any way for me. It just, you know, was another part of the song that played off, um, what had been building up so far in that song. Uh, yeah, I, this, this was, the whole time I was listening, I was trying to figure out who the vocals were. So I don't know that I ever listened to Gallows. And when he sang in Gallows, yeah. did he sing like this or was he a little no, did he sing was, different? Yeah, I was more screaming and yeah, yeah it, was, it was quite a bit heavier. Yeah. So, so I mean, it just, he must have just had one of those voices. I was trying to like pinpoint even who it reminded me of. But uh, no, that was a good one. Yeah, I'm going to, well, oh, go ahead. Just one thing that, the person who replaced Frank in Gallows afterwards was for, uh, Wade McNeil from Alexis on oh, Fire. Okay, so maybe yeah. you saw something about that. I'm not sure if that's still a thing or not. But yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, if it were Wade's voice, I probably would have been able to pinpoint that one right away. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one an easy peanut. Um, it was it's just a a fun jam. Like you said, it's it does what it sets out to do. I think uh, with that kind of music. I'd be interested to hear, like, if I went and listened to the whole album, if, but you, you said it kind of stands out as more of a, a mainstream song. 
Yeah, like there's some darker sounding songs that aren't sure. yeah as you know anthemic or whatever. But I don't yeah. know. It, it's a it's a simple album, but it's I don't know. It's done well, and uh, you know there's enough kind of hooks in it, but it's not necessarily meant to be like that. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm bad at describing it, but. You're horrible. No, it's <laughs> it's kind of like a, a punk version of ACDC or something. Yeah, you know, where sure. Where it's like that's... simple songs, yeah. you know, a little gritty, yeah. but yeah. not no like frills or anything. And I mean, that's I think that's a fair description. And I like, I think what jumps out for me with music like that is just the production just sounds so natural. Like it yeah. just sounds like a group. I don't know how many guys are in the band, but a group of guys in the room, and they're just like, hey. We're just going to like hit record, turn our guitar amps up as loud as possible. The drummer's going to play along as hard as he can so that, you know, he can compete with those guitars and let's just have a good time. That's what it for sure reminds me of. So, um, yeah, that was fun. The next track four on your mix is called Best Version of Myself.
that Rufio? No, but oh. similar era-ish. Yeah, I'll say it's definitely early 2000s, and the guitar was giving me, like, Rufio vibes. But um, I, I feel like I know that song, which is why I was trying to pinpoint it. I'm going to give that one, uh, before we get into it, I think that might be the first cashew on the on the list. I'm going to oh, give nice. that one a cashew. It was a good jam. It was, and it, it, I think what's driving me crazy, though, is trying to name who it is <laughs> well i i've told you about this band a number of times and i know we talk about a lot of bands um i talked about this band on um my picks for i think the quarantine scene and so you might have even played this song on it the band is called staring back okay. and the album is called on from 2002 it was released on lobster records okay. so this was a a label that we didn't get to in our label series. Yeah. We kind of talked it back and forth, and this is one of the releases that that stands out. And uh, their bass player Josh Portman later went on to play with Yellow Card for okay. a yeah, number pa- of years. Time out for a second, because what's so funny is when the song first came on, I was like, "Is this early Yellow Card?" So oh. <laughs> yeah. So then once you said Lobster Records, I'm like, "Well, that's fitting because obviously that's where Yellow Card, you know, kind of got their start." And then the fact that the bass player also played in Yellow Card, yeah, uh, that's hilarious. So, um, but continue. Sorry with what you're saying. I just thought that was that was kind of funny. Yeah. No, that's kind of if you have the general basis of it. That whole album is so good. Like it's such a cool mix. Like it definitely has a punk sound to it, but it's not. Yeah. It's not fast. It's not like it doesn't have the speed of bands like Rufio, but I mean, cool, chunky guitars, cool little lead parts, good vocals. I don't know. This is just one of those albums that ever since it came out, I've always gone back to, and I've never seen like an actual copy of it or even Mm -hmm. anybody talking about this band because they were probably kind of came and left pretty quickly, but I don't know. Awesome album. I, I, I was trying to take note because the different lead, like guitar leads, uh, were fun. I was hoping, and maybe it did come back, but I was waiting for the intro again to come back around. And I'm not sure if it ever did because I feel like when it, uh, when he went to like the instrumental break, he was kind of just playing different lead riffs that were just as equally fun. So yeah, um, it goes back to the main rhythm guitar, but not that yeah. lead part. And yeah, that, that song lead... is called Version 2.0. Ah, okay, interesting. I was I was gonna because what it, he says something oh a better version of me or something like that. And so I was like, is that what the name of the song is? But that's that's rad. That's uh that was a good one. The next one that you have, track five, is fake silver.
<laughs> I, like, I like that finish. <laughs> uh, I have zero idea who that was, but I really liked that intro. Even though it was long, I liked the way it kind of like built. And then when the song started, I was like, oh, wait, this is, again, another one of those ones where it kind of didn't go the direction I wanted or expected it to, I should say. But um, it was it was a fun song. The I, I'm going to give it a... What did, I forget my rankings. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm giving it an almond, um, but I'm curious to find out who that was. Yeah, so I, I picked this song specifically because of that intro is so different from the rest of the song. It's kind of got yeah. that cool melodic guitar little thing, and then yeah. it just it goes into heavy. And I think this is, uh, yeah, really the only heavy song on this list. So if you're not into heavy stuff, then you don't have to put up with any more. <laughs> But that song was called Fool's Gold. Ah, fake and it is, silver. Yeah, by a band called Bury Your Dead. Okay. And uh, so this is their first album um, with the departure of their original singer. And so the album definitely has a different feel to it. It's not, I mean, it's still heavy, um, but it kind of was a bit more, they kind of went a little bit different direction on this album, which I think a lot of people didn't necessarily love. I think it's a really cool album. This song has always stood out to me just because of that intro and that different kind of vibe to it. So, um, yeah, Bury Your like, Dead. I am still nodding along, though. Now, I might have to bump up my uh, uh, my ranking from an almond to a at least an almond peanut crossover because that, the I guess, the bounce maybe is the best way to Yeah, it's got a good groove to, to it. Yeah, it's just like the whole time you just kind of bounce along and it, it doesn't really detour from that at all. Um, but it's like pulls the song along really well. And then it does cut out, let's say two thirds of the way through or whatever. And it kind of yeah. goes back to, it teases that intro a little bit, um, where it goes back to the, I guess like semi clean guitar. That's just like strumming those chords. Um, that's really awesome. Yeah, no, that I'm definitely going to bump my, bump it up a little bit. I think the only thing that maybe would have brought me back up to a, a full on peanut <laughs> is if there was like some kind of, some kind of melody in the song yeah. outside of like that, you know, the guitar bit, but it was, it was the, the groove really carried it through. So, uh, that's pretty, that's pretty rad. Uh, track six on mixed nuts. Uh, you titled "It Came from Bremerton," so this obviously, I mean, for obvious reasons, the title of this song kind of grabbed my eye the quickest. So I'm I'm curious to see what this is and why you've titled it "It Came from Bremerton." So let's listen.
Yowza. Um, okay, I have no idea who that was, but I'm going to give that one a cashew because it was bloody fantastic. I have a feeling, like, so what's the, what's the connection? Is there a connection here with MXPX? Uh, not except their band name, which is Let It Happen. <laughs> okay, that that was, there was a band, ah, I'm going to see if I can figure this out, um, because there was a band a few years ago that released a song, and I think they're from, or they released an album that was pretty good, and they were from Bremerton. Oh, uh, cool. Or at least they, they mention Bremerton in it. Uh, but anyways, you can tell me a little bit about this band while I do some Googling. Yeah, so the band is called Let It Happen. The album is called Cause and Effect. And that song was called Cause. It's the opening track off their 2014 album. Uh, yeah, another one of those bands that just kind of went under the radar. I don't even remember really how I got connected with them. But it's an awesome album. Again, I've gone back to it a lot of times. Um, it kind of has, you know, some of that punk sound to it, but it's maybe got a little bit more different influences in there. And yeah, yeah it's, it's a really cool band and album. Okay, so two notes. One, the intro really reminded me of uh, this song here, which this song is an absolute banger for me. Is it going to play? Uh, oh, here it comes. It just starts really quiet. <laughs> But that same, like, organ vibe. Oh, yeah. Turn this up, maybe. Long, long ass intro. <laughs> Never born. And 
I wanted to play that um, <laughs> because oh, it definitely goes into something different than what oh, I was expecting. It really does. Uh, if you if you've never listened to Biffy Clyro, um, I'm oh, trying to yeah. think. If this came up, I was just talking to someone about this recently. And so part of me is wondering, did I play that exact same thing on an episode with Eric or not? I don't know. But um, that that opener has always gotten me. But I figured out what the song was that mentioned Bremerton. And you probably listened to this record. song <laughs> that was uh get Who? dead did you listen to their record last uh, year yeah yeah dancing with the curse uh so yeah the first time i heard that i was like wait a second and it's funny because so he says chris caught a red eye back to florida or caught a greyhound bus back to florida so chris and he says mike and andy head towards those bremerton lights which is funny because obviously yeah back in the the early days of mxpx andy was their guitar player now chris is a guitar player in mxpx mike isn't yeah, well. so yeah anyways bit of a strange one but the first time i heard that i was like whoa outside of mxpx i've definitely <laughs> never heard of anyone mention bremerton so yeah well it's interesting um okay yeah, so, so, so you haven't uh, known some of these songs i feel kind oh of no bad this is that... great this is this is actually i think um kind of like one of the bonuses of doing this i love because what this has done there are a few especially off the top there were i think the first couple artists maybe i had added to my library but had never gone back to them so it's a great reminder to kind of check some of these out but this uh next track you have titled what this all means well i'm not sure if this is intentional it's it's titled what this all means because you have a period after what but (laughs) um anyways this is the song Oh! 
you round the time To listen to the up-and-comers The local bands that will remain Feeding the pulse of this genre In the longest line We're waiting for our chance to make it Do our part to keep us sane Yes, I definitely 110% know that song, and I know that it came out this year. Was it yeah, this year? you sent me this song. Yeah, but I can't for the life of me remember who it is. <laughs> I was like trying to look up. I was like, because I remember a few kind of like bands that popped up. I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that's pretty good. And so I was like looking, I was like, Krang. I looked up fake news, and I was just trying to remember something. But who, who was it? Chaser. Chaser, okay, yep. And which is funny because yeah, off of their album, yeah. That um, the first time I heard that song, I was like, "Holy crap, this is awesome!" So for sure, I'm giving it a cashew. Uh, but just, I love songs, and I was ta- I was talking to you about this yesterday with a completely different song. But I I love songs that drop like that have references in them. Um, some of them obviously are very much on the nose when he's singing about bad religion and stuff like that. Uh, some of them are a little less maybe on the nose. Um, I like how he breaks down into uh, Basket Case by Green yeah. Day for a well, kind of breaks down. He just, I think he, I think he just says, do you have the time? And then he sings a different line, but yeah. um, like, th- so that's pretty rad. Uh, and then obviously, you know, just name dropping all these different bands and, and here and there. And I don't know, man, that song's so much fun. <laughs> but as soon as it came on, I was like, hold up. And then just couldn't, couldn't pinpoint who it was so um now i gotta go back and listen to chaser because i probably haven't listened to it since like that week it came out yeah it's such a fun album it's you know there's nothing game changing about it but if you need just a a good sounding fun fast punk album then that's definitely uh, a good choice yeah it was it was a good one um the track eight that you've got is called gullible sorry i had the chaser song oh go ahead (laughs) <laughs> I forgot to power. say the <laughs> the song was called See You at the Show. Oh, yeah, yeah. And and that's what I was like when I was looking up those other artists. I'm like, I know as soon as I see the title, I'll know who it is. Um, so now that we've heard the sneak peek intro of this, uh, unless you got more you want to say about Chaser. Nope, all good. Sorry. Okay, so this one's called Gullible. Gullible. <laughs> 
places. I see many faces, soft and hard, battle scarred. I see prison bars, not for long, but long enough to write the songs. Right or wrong, I'm a product of a battle zone. So that's either H2O or a song featuring Toby Morse. <laughs> it is the second. Uh-huh. So who was it? He's in the street. Okay. Yeah, as soon as uh is it do you do you know if it's a cover? I don't I don't think so. I don't see anything here about it being a cover. What so is it called Fool the World? Or yeah. Can't fool me. Uh Fool the World. Um, but yeah, as soon as, as soon as Toby came in and w- with it being not H2O, um, that, yeah, I don't think it is a, 
I don't think it's a cover because everything typically yeah, comes up Hazen Street. But as soon as as soon as Toby came in, that's when I was like, oh wait, is this an H two O like cover? Because they've kind of covered some random songs here and there. Um, that opening guitar riff reminds me of Day Tripper by the Beatles. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I was like, where are we going here? But um, yeah, yeah, I wondered if I was. I know we've talked about this album because so I listened to it. I don't know, it was at the summer or something a few times, and I had never really, like, fully listened from start to finish this album. Like, I kind of listened to bits and pieces of it when it came out, and when I listened to the whole thing, I was like, man, there's so many good songs on here. Like, it's, you know, it kind of has some feeling of rancid a little bit, but some, yeah. some New York hardcore, but it's still catchy, yep. and, I mean, Chad Gilbert was in the band playing guitar, so it definitely has that element to it, and, yeah, there's a lot of really cool songs on this album. Um but yeah, here real quick. Like that's what it kind of reminds me. Oh yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny that you bring up Rancid too because right before there's, there's like a line early in the first verse where Toby hits backup vocals, and I was like, wait is this rancid? Like there was something, there was a combination, maybe oh, he said lower East side, which I'm like, well, that's clearly actually New York, but, um, but yeah, there was, there was some vibe of rancid in there for sure. And then the New York hardcore thing. Yeah. It was, it was an all around fun song. I don't know if I gave it a rating. I'm going to give it a peanut. I was debating giving it, um, I was gonna, I was debating giving it a cashew, but when I was thinking it was H2O, I'm like, they have so much better stuff than this. So, uh, so that's it. I, I I don't know if I've ever actually checked out Hazen Street though. I know we've talked about them, but I'll have to go back and give them a listen and uh, see where my heart sits with that one. But that was that was a fun song for sure. I definitely heard it because yeah. As soon as that that which is why why I was wondering if it was a cover if it wasn't H two O. But um, yeah, no, that was that was a fun one. Is there anything else you want to say about that one before uh, I start the next? No, one? just for the next one. This is kind of a somewhat of of a joke so i will say <laughs> if you can recognize it right away and tell me what it is then you then we don't have to listen to the rest of the song <laughs> wait okay 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 let's let's see <laughs> you've titled it take me back <laughs> SR-71? Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't... Hold on. I want to listen. I can't remember where the chorus goes, though. I grew to hate, but now that's over. Why? Why you always kick me It reminds me of... Um, uh, what song is it? Oh, I know what song it is. Is it on? Is it on? Is it gonna be on this playlist? Uh, if it's not on this playlist, what the? F- Come on. What? What is the playlist? Oh, can you not see what I'm looking at? Uh, essential. Oh, um, I'm trying essentials. to find. Um. Uh, oh gosh. Oh, here we go. 
This is taking way too long. <laughs> By the time I get to this, the moment <laughs> will have passed. <laughs> um, where did, what the heck? I just saw it for a brief second. There it is. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Definitely reminds me of that. You know what this is, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for that, like, staccato kind of guitar dun, 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 to come in. That's why I was like, what is this? But Yeah, it definitely uh, yeah. fits that uh, 2000 right? time period. <laughs> I just, I had to, I was trying to think of, uh, like, a pop punk one-hit wonder, and uh, this is definitely that one. I'm trying to figure out what, that was totally in a movie, right? Like, was it like American Yeah, Pie? probably was. Um... Yeah right now is that what the song was yeah, uh, I just yeah they were what... kind of everywhere for a while uh, apparently the, the si singer's the done a lot of oh right yeah it was also in dude where's my car oh, okay yeah. um yeah anyways uh yeah it definitely has that early 2000s teen rom-com vibe to it <laughs> uh, and they had classic. three three full-length albums i only know that one but yeah, Anyways. that's probably the only song I just song thought it would be I funny know. to... All right, so then let's get into your final song, unless you had any more love letters you wanted to send to SR71. <laughs> uh, no, this uh, this next one is probably the newest okay. selection. So. All right. You've called it Rested and Together, which, quick aside, before I really looked at this, I thought you actually called it Roasted and Together, which I thought was fitting for Mixed Nuts. <laughs> They were roasted nuts. But anyways, rested and together.
Okay, before you tell me who it is, a couple things. First, not that. <laughs> first, let's play the very first song again. Um, so, was that a band that's been around for a while? Yep. Yeah, because it, it sounds like it fits from the early 2000s easy with that whole post-hardcore emo uh, world that went on and I'm, was it, was it Hawthorne Heights? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was trying to, the whole time I was like, who came back? Like who released an album this year from that, from that era? And I, I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it until just now, but, um, I'm going to give that one a peanut. It could have easily been, uh, or no, sorry. I'm going to give that an almond. It could have easily been a peanut and possibly a cashew, Except that is quite possibly the worst scream I've ever heard. <laughs> he sounds like, you know, when you're like listening on headphones and there's like a, you know, a breakdown or whatever, and you're trying to like sing along. You're just like, yeah, ready disrespect your surroundings. You know, you're just like doing that because you're trying to keep quiet and you're like, whatever. Like, what in the actual frick were they thinking <laughs> when recording that? Yeah, it's definitely the the low point of the album. Every time those come on, it's like you should have just left those out. It doesn't add uh-huh. anything. Like I don't know if you're just trying yeah. to keep up with the screamo part of it, but it's very weak screams. Oh, um, however, they... yeah, go sorry. ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was just gonna say, however, the album in general is really good, and it's probably the only Hawthorne Heights album I've ever actually listened to from start to finish. Mm-hmm. There's lots of catchy choruses and. Um, it's, it sounds really good. I saw them live a few years ago and they were awesome live. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad with those screams. It kind of brings it down a bit, but what, like, I honestly, like if there, I, I, I haven't listened to the new Hawthorne Heights album because I was never, like, I mean, I know the song Ohio is for lovers. Everybody knows that song I feel, but I like was never really a Hawthorne Heights fan. And so I don't know if they always sounded like that. Like that is that scream makes zero sense to me. Yeah, to... I don't know if the screams used to be better or not, but I just I, like the new album has less of the kind of emo sound and more just yeah. kind of rock, pop punk kind of stuff. And yeah, yeah there's, there's some really cool songs on it, but like I, the, I just kind of threw it on for fun. I call I call that like the chord that they're like they kind of like base their main riff around, um, like the clean chord. Uh, reminds, I always call it like the Weezer chord, the say it ain't so chord. Cause it reminds me of, you know, how say it ain't so starts. Yeah. Um, but which is, which is great. And then like the melody through all of that song is fantastic, but I want a remixed and remastered version of that where they just actually turn the scream all the way down. <laughs> like yeah. It's just gone. Cause like you said, it doesn't add anything to the song. Um, and it just, oh, it sounds atrocious. Like, it's almost offensive <laughs> how bad it sounds. But the rest of the song is so good. So that makes me feel so divided on it. But uh, this was this was a fun little experiment. I like doing it where we listen to it together and uh, kind of discuss the song, you know, while it's still fresh in, in the mind. So 
Yeah. That We're song d- was called Tired and Alone. I forgot to mention right. that again. Oh, yeah. Rested and Together, Tired and Alone. Well done. Well done. Uh, but that is going to wrap it up for this one. We're going to, we'll probably do these mixed ones again in the future. I know we've got one other one teed up that we've actually attempted to record a couple of times, but uh, scheduling issues, AKA me having to back out last minute, I think twice now. So we'll get to it eventually. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was that's it for Mixed Nuts. Thanks to your friend and my friend Aaron on that one. Um, anyway, go follow us wherever your wh- whatever your choice of social media is. For the most part, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Growing Punk Pod. We're on Facebook, although not really active. Facebook is really just reposts of whatever's on Instagram. Um, and then uh, wherever you're listening to the show, rate it, review subscribe tell your friends all those cliches uh help us spread the word about the show if you enjoyed this one share it with your friends other than that that'll do it so uh goodbye yeah thanks for listening check it next time